raise your hand if running your online shop is a lot of freaky work. Okay, maybe you don't actually have to raise your hand since I can't see you anyway, but listen, I get it. When I started my own business, I didn't realize how many different hats I would end up wearing. When you start, you think you get to spend all day creating this product you love, and then the orders start pouring in and you have to figure out packaging and shipping and bookkeeping and oh, hello, there's this never ending task called marketing and it never stops. As your shop grows, you have more and more to do and you feel like you are so busy taking care of your customers and keeping the business running and learning how to do all the things. Or it feels like you are always hustling and not getting anywhere. And let me tell you, my friend, you are not alone. There are a lot of shop owners that feel just like you. But now they're hanging out in the club. The club is our new online community for shop owners. Each month, we have a monthly strategy session to help build your product-based business. And we also have a monthly coaching call for personalized support and two co-working sessions so that you can actually schedule time in your life to work on your business. Listen, it is so difficult to find resources for running a product-based business. It seems like everything out there is for service providers or people who want to create courses. There's not enough places for product-based business. And that's one of the reasons I even started this podcast in the first place. Now, last month in the club, our strategy topic was all about focusing on your average order to increase your bottom line. We're going to talk about that today, but I'd love to invite you to join us in the club. If you sign up today, you will get access to all of our past trainings and future trainings, of course, but some of our past trainings include what you need to be focusing on in your analytics, how to increase your average order, what to even send in your emails. It's a really awesome resource for shop owners. You can find out everything you need to know about the club by going to productpowerhouse.co slash club. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. Okay, let's talk about what an average order value even is. This is, on average, the dollar spent per order in your shop. We call it AOV for short. This is a key performance indicator that online businesses measure to understand their customers' purchasing habits. And sometimes shop owners focus a lot of their time on just increasing traffic to their website and not worrying about orders on the website. And if you focus on increasing your average order, then you can take advantage of that traffic that is coming. That being said, this is only one piece of the marketing pie, and I know you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, you know that there's many, many ways to market your business. This is just one, so let's keep that in mind, okay? So why should you care about your average order? Basically, it boils down to 
the cost of getting new customers is higher than the cost of getting people who are already customers to spend more. So mathematically speaking, which is not my strongest suit, but you can get either 10 customers to spend $100 or 100 customers to spend $10, and which one seems easier, right? That is what this is all about. Now, if you don't know where to find your average order value in Shopify, I have a screenshot for you. It's on your analytics tab. It's kind of in the middle of the page. Head over to our show notes and you will find the blog post that is connected to this episode. And there is a link with a screenshot. I've circled all the important things that you need to know. I want to remind you one more thing before we dig in. These strategies don't work for everyone in every business because you know every business is different. I know that's annoying to hear, but it's true. And you obviously can't do all the things that we ever talk about on this podcast or even all the things I'm about to mention today. And you really have to know what's going to resonate with your audience and what feels genuine to your brand and be willing to try something. And if it's not working, try something else or at least give it long enough to see if it's working, you know, all of those things. And I want to be sure to tell you, if you overdo it with all of these sales tactics we're going to talk about, it can feel too gimmicky. And if you're listening to this podcast, then I know you really care about your products and your customers, and we want to avoid gimmicky at all costs. So just take everything knowing that. (laughs) Okay, let's get down to how we increase your average order. As always, there's a billion ways to do it. I'm going to talk about eight specific ways. I've also made a list of apps that correspond to these things, and I have links to all of those. So we'll get to that in a second. But way number one, maybe stating the obvious here, but you could increase your prices. It also might be easier said than done, but you can increase your prices. Say you raise your prices by $5, that would bring your average order up slowly, of course, but it is one way to increase your average order value. The second way would be to offer a order threshold reward. So this is like free shipping at a certain dollar point or a free gift with a certain dollar purchase or save 10% when you spend X amount. The best way to do this usually is to set your order threshold right above your average order value and then it will slowly increase. (laughs) Sorry. So like if your average order value is $45, you set the threshold at $50 so it encourages people to spend more. You kind of got to be careful and like calculating where it's going to work for your product. If the shipping minimum is $5 more, but your products cost like $75, people aren't going to do that. So you got to play it smart. If your products cost maybe $10 more and the shipping value, they only need to spend $5 more, they might do that. And I'm not even kidding that just yesterday, I added an $8 product to my $49 order so that I could get free shipping for spending 50. (laughs) My thought process was, well, if I'm going to spend the $8 anyways, I might as well get something instead of just getting shipping, right? This is how everyone thinks. So that is a great way of getting the average order and make sure your free gift is valuable, something people want. Free shipping is great. Okay, number three, create product bundles. So you want to try to create a bundle that serves your customers' needs and wants in an all-in-one type deal. This works by making it easier for your customers to buy multiple things. Here's a great example. Think about if you wanted to buy all the stuff to make s'mores and you have to run all over the store to find all the ingredients. Cracker aisle, the chocolate aisle, the marshmallows, the sticks, all of it. 
Or you could buy a kit that has everything you need in it. So you didn't have to run over the store. The kit is the all-in-one answer your customers are looking for. So it makes it a no-brainer. It could be that you're putting together an outfit. Like fitness companies will have matching pants and sports bra with a little jacket and it's a set. It just makes it easier for you to get all the things you need. Coordinating jewelry sets. Let's say you have earrings and a necklace that match or a couple of pairs of studs, like three pairs of studs in one package instead of one pair of studs or a set of art prints so that they could get three prints instead of one. I'm sure you're getting the idea. There's a lot of different ways to create bundles within your business. Okay, number four is by creating volume discounts. This is when you offer a small discount for purchasing more items. This works really great for consumable products like food and drink, but also things like candles and soap where the customer will use it and then need more. So it's also, you know, it's kind of similar to bundling, but different. It's like buying a six pack of soda over a single bottle. Which one is going to be a smarter buy for your customers? So examples would be like you offer a three set of candles or set of five bath bombs or a bigger box of chocolates just by creating volume discounts. Okay, number five is to offer a cross-sell or upsell. So these could technically be separate things, but they just really go together. So I made them one. These are things that you will see on your website, like you might also like, and then it shows you products that are similar, but not quite the same. Or customers also bought sections. So usually they're lumped together. Cross-sell is when you add something on that goes with the original product. For example, I see you want to buy boots, so you might also want this boot cleaning kit. That is a real example that worked on my husband. An upsell is when you offer something that is priced higher. An example would be a customer is looking at a silver ring. You convince them to buy a gold ring instead with your website. Of course, it's going to depend on your industry and your audience. Mattress stores are really great at this. Anything, you know, just trying to like show them the options of what they could get instead or with their product. That's going to increase their average order. Similar but different is an up service, offering an up service. So this is something you can add on like engraving a purchase or adding gift wrapping, one of my customers offers the option to add on a gemstone to a simple stacking ring, which costs an extra $50. So think about anything that you can do to your products that you make that would make them more valuable to the customer. I also recently purchased a couch and I added on the service that's gonna like scotch guard the couch because I have kids that are gonna ruin it and it'll protect it. This is also the same as like offering a warranty or something like that. If you have a product that needs some kind of like, could it be repairs or refreshing or cleaning, you know, jewelry stores in the mall will get you with that free cleaning for life, or you can go in and get your ring clean. That's a great thing. A little trickier with online businesses, but just ideas to get your wheel spinning. That leads me to the post-purchase upsell. This is slightly different, but also effective. And this is when you offer an upsell on the thank you page after someone has placed an order. These totally work, but they can feel a little gimmicky, okay? So I recently wanted to try some new undergarments that I saw an ad for, but I was nervous about the purchase because I have a history of like buying clothing that doesn't fit well and it just sits in my closet and I never used it and it's a waste, right? So I ordered one and then... On the post-purchase upsell, there was a thank you page 
and they popped up with a discount code for a second one. It was like 50% off. So I bought a second one before I had even received the first one, even though I was nervous about the purchase because it was such a good deal. And in this case, I was really happy to save the money because then when I ordered again, I waited for that thank you page to order my second one. I ordered one, waited for the thank you page and got that second checkout deal. Like I said, it is one that can feel kind of gimmicky if it's not used properly. You don't want to like do all the flashing colors and stuff. We don't want to feel like slimy salesmen. This can also train your customers to look for that discount. Like I just said, I waited for that discount. And even when they are sending me coupons in the mail or like in the email, I know that it's not as good as that thank you page. So keep that in mind. Be careful. And if you are setting up discounts like this, be sure to account for those discounts in your margins. If selling your product at the discounted price feels too hard, like you won't make any money off it, then your discount is too much and you need to raise your prices. No discussion. (laughs) You need to raise your prices so you're still making a profit even when the person gets a discount. Or the full price item needs to cover the profit margin on both accounts, right? That was number seven. So number eight is create a loyalty program. We've talked about loyalty programs before. They're effective for a lot of different reasons, but it's also nurturing and encouraging existing customers to purchase more. And existing customers are the ones who often will spend more in the first place. They're just a really great way to incentivize sales from repeat customers. I think they work best for businesses that tend to have a lower priced item and items that people want or need multiple sales. Like if you sell engagement rings, it's going to be a lot harder to get repeat customers. I mean, hopefully they are only getting (laughs) engaged once. But like I have a customer who sells cute bracelets and her customers want every style she offers. So when she comes out with different colors, different styles, different beads, it's easier for her customers to buy more. They want to buy more. So her rewards program is very effective. And other times I have customers who sell like one big piece or one big, let's say, print. They're not going to have as much success with a rewards program. So again, that's one of those things where you have to know your industry, you have to know your products, you have to know your audience. Okay, so if you're thinking, wow, that was a lot. I get it. I talk fast. Don't panic. I have apps for that. There's an app for that, right? I love that Shopify has so many great apps for adding functionality to your shop. And for the most part, the apps that I'm listing out are going to tell you about are free or very low cost. I do a lot of research behind the apps I use to make sure that they're affordable and really necessary. So here's some apps I like. One is called The Bundler. I have all these links in the blog post, so you'll have to go to the show notes to get to the blog post. Well, okay, Bundler. Bundler helps you boost sales and increase your average order by applying discounts on products bought in bundles. So it's encouraging people to buy more products per order. So they'll say like, buy more and save, and the price will go down as they add more to their cart. And if you are going to offer product bundles with a discount, make sure you include the discount in your pricing margins. You already know that. Okay, Zurix is a really easy to set up and free app for upsells and up services. I mean, it has a free tier. So you can do like 50 orders a month and still get it for free. So it works on product pages and cart pages and you can use it to offer other products or add gift wrapping or warranty or engraving, anything like that. Actually, if you want to offer engraving, I recommend Hulk App's Infinite Product Options. That's the best app in the whole Shopify store. (laughs) 
Okay, so then there's Reconvert for post-purchase upsells. Reconvert is a cool app that does the thank you page upsells. You can offer a deal or a discount with someone who has purchased from your shop. It will show up like two orders in your Shopify store so you'll know when it's working. And then again, make sure that's in your profit margins. I'm going to sound like a broken record there, but I hear from customers or from my clients that they're not making a lot of money because they're offering so many discounts. And I'm like, just raise your prices, hon. It'll be okay. Okay, so then there's for frequently bought together, or you might also like, or you might want this also. So for upsells and cross-sells, frequently bought together pro and upsell recommendations. Those are two apps that create those like Amazon style recommended product sections. So that like if you were shopping for watercolor paints, they're going to show you paintbrushes and paper and easel, all of that thing. Sometimes that's built into your theme. The theme I love has some of those things built in. But if not, these are two great ones. And then for creating loyalty programs, I love Stamp.io. There's also Smile Rewards and Loyal. They're both great. I like Stamp because they also have the review app and it connects to the loyalty apps. It's all like this one whole system. So your customers are getting points for leaving reviews. I love that. I like using one system. I like to streamline anything. Anytime I can do multitasking, that is my jam. All right, that's everything I had for you. That's the list of apps, why you should care about your average order value, how to even increase your average order value. What does that even mean? If you found this helpful, I'd love to hear from you. You can take a screenshot of this episode while you're listening and tag me on Instagram. You can join the club. You can even join our free Facebook group. We have all the things, all the places. Come hang out with us. We would love to have you. So if you want to join the club, you can do so by visiting productpowerhouse.co slash club. And if you're interested in just joining us in Facebook and like having a cool group of friends who also run shops, that would be awesome. Our Facebook group is called Product Powerhouse Community. You can search for that. You can also go to productpowerhouse.co slash community and find us. And we cannot wait to meet you. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.